And my brand new biblical question this week. Amazing church yesterday. You can podcast the first hour. I spoke about it then, so check it out at jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And most podcast sites, major podcast sites. I, uh, biblical question, how do you perceive your life? I mentioned earlier that what made me think about it is I was having a conversation with my family members, some of my family members, and it was interesting. It was about Biden and the president, the great white hope, Donald Trump. And it was interesting in the way that they perceive um, the president and Biden and the people who broke into the Capitol. It was mind-blowing. I've heard it from them before, but for this reason, I mean, for this time I paid attention. And it was just interesting. I learned from it. So my biblical question is, how do you, the individual, you precede life, your life, life itself? Joel is here, my expert, other two experts, uh, the other two, Nick and Chris, on in the second hour. You can podcast that. And now Joel, he black. And James Hate of the HateReport.com, he white with the good hair. And Joel, uh, also the owner of, who are you doing? <laughs> who are you looking at? Admiring himself. Uh, Jeez. No, look like you're just loving yourself. <laughs> it's weird he to see me in this chair. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, nice shirt. <laughs> he like, look, mama, I'm driving. <laughs> it's weird to see me in this chair. So it was, it was interesting. It was a shocker. I remember when my son I was. Think you could lift it up higher. Do I need to go higher? It looks like I'm yeah, taller yeah. than you. Yeah, you look low. Oh, because my tor black people got short torsos, yeah. <laughs> long legs. Hold on. Oh, this is high as it goes. Um, I just had to try to sit like I can go lower if Chris you want. In, in sit up straight, Joel. Wow. <laughs> That's better. Okay. I remember when my son was like five, maybe six, and I would let him, he was like, let me drive, let me drive. Yeah. And so I would let him drive, but he just he just stirred the car because he can. And, and instead of him looking straight in the road, he looking around to see who see him driving. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Nah. You reminded me of that. You I'm talking up. and you all of. I was supposed to be looking at you. I know. <laughs> you check it out yourself. What? Nah. And so, Joel. Yeah. Um. How do you perceive perceive your life? Perceive. Yeah, perceive your life. Thank you, Jay. Um, I perceive it as, you know, me being on the right track. Um, I want what's right. Um, and I've, I've always seen it as me being on this, like, growing process. But as far as perception, I just, I, I see it as just me being on track. But that's just my perception. Right. I think you made a good point about this morning in your monologue about how your family members see it one way. They have one perception and you have a different one. <laughs> yeah. And it is We're my, looking at the same person. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. And, but we perceive perceive him in a different in, way. In a different yeah. way. Yeah. And and it, I mean I kinda of thought about this for a while now, but just you kinda of brought it up is that it's interesting because the perception is how we see ourselves, right? So if, if we b believe our heart is right, but yet we're totally deceived, you know, we're going down the wrong track. But 
are we being judged by the fact that our heart, our perception and our heart is right opposed to what those what those results are like Trump being bad versus Trump being good, right? Like your your family says Trump's being bad, but you say you know Trump is good, right? But th- th- that's each a different perception. But the heart could still be pure in the sense of believing that what they believe is the right thing. So I just always seen it as you know my perception is you know that I'm on the right track. But of course, there's always things like oh, am I really on the right track? <laughs> and other people's perceptions as well as, you know, do we start judging them based off the, well, do they truly believe that that's right? So is their heart pure, but they're just deceived? So that's what that brought to my mind when you said perception. How about you, James, of the hate report from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific time, uh, Monday through Friday? It was an honor to sit in for you, man. Thank you. That was a lot. It was, honor, it was an honor to be sitting in for <laughs> or however you say it. I'm confused. <laughs> you welcome back. I mean, you're back. You glad to be back? Yes. Yeah, good. Yep. Um, how do you perceive <laughs> your life, your uh, own life? It seems like I'm just floating through life, taking it day by day. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I don't know. I uh, have like some changes that I would like to make in terms of how I'm living my life. And that's that pretty much sums it up. Whose fault is it uh, if you don't see things in the right way? Whose fault is it? Uh, Biden's. (laughs) No. Obama. I I still like tend to want to blame Obama. For you not no, saying <laughs> I'm just talking about in general uh, about. The, <laughs> um, that's a good question. If I don't perceive things the right way, I guess is my fault. I guess. Yeah, I think that is my <laughs> fault. Because like you know how you ask people, do you do the silent prayer every day, right. every day, every night? <laughs> um, I think that that is. That make that indicates that it would be my fault. So if I don't, you say, if I'm like blind, are you saying that it's your fault if you don't <laughs> see things, perceive things in the right way? Yeah. Okay. How about you? Um, it's my fault for sure. And why is it your fault? Um, because kind of like James said, if I'm not doing what I I know that I need to be doing, like silent prayer or doing what's in front of me to do or taking responsibility or repenting for my wrongs, being honest with myself, then I'm I'm causing, you know, well, I'm allowing Satan to influence me, for sure. So it's your fault? It's my fault, yeah. Which what? was a good conversation with Jason, because that's what he was missing. Yeah. It's like he was blaming, everybody wants to point the finger at Trump but not take responsibility for the people who's following Trump. You know, he's not saying you have to go do that stuff, and even if they perceive it that way, it's it's not his fault. Yeah, it's so ridiculous how people like manipulate it to be. Oh, you're they. That's how they shut down conservatives. If 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 anybody who remotely agrees with whatever conservatives are saying do something wrong, then it's the leadership's fault. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> if Trump has said he did not say it, but mm-hmm. if he has said go break in the Capitol I building. Was about to say that. 
And they did it. Would that be Trump's fault? No. It would not be? No, he and, would be. Maybe you could get him for incitement at that point. But regardless, it's their fault. It's the people who actually did it. And why is that? Because they are adults who are responsible for what they do, their decisions that they make. They're totally responsible? Yeah. So if they're responsible, how can he incite? Um, <clears throat> because we all, I think we all know that there are some people who are, or maybe many of us, who are <coughs> dumb enough to have leaders that will listen to and jump off a cliff if they tell us to. And whose fault is that? Our own. You're who if the if followers. The, if the yeah. If the president has said, go jump in the Capitol building. Right. <laughs> go break not that ocean, but okay. so, go break in the Capitol right. building. Right. Who and as James said, incited them to do it. Who fought if they did it? It would be the individual's fault. For sure. And that's why I'm glad you had brought that up because I was thinking too, like, even if Trump said it, like, go just tear it down, kill everybody that you see, which we know he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's not like, that's like saying that he has, he controls me and uh, I do whatever Trump says. Right. You know, it just it's just crazy. And then they'll point it back to Trump, even though he didn't say that, and blame him for it. But then it's like, where's the responsibility for the people? So... Yes, you can also blame like the people who raised them badly enough <clears throat> that they would fall for that to to have a leader like that. But as an adult, can you blame whoever raised them for that? Once mm -hmm. you're an adult, you're on your own. Right. But you're just set. Because some people, I mean, look at how blind and brainwashed, off the deep end blind and brainwashed the blacks are who fall for this Black Lives Matter stuff. Is and it, that was, I it, think that's partly due to the setup that they got as children. Is it Black Lives Matter fault that these people follow them, or is it their own fault? I'm talking about the Black Lives Matter people themselves. Oh, the people themselves. Oh, the Black Lives, the, the one that, the terrorists. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, isn't this, like, interesting, though? Yeah. No, it was a good point that you made. I, th I think it, it, I could see it with the call with Jason how that's what's being missed. It was like he was the whole time saying, well, if you stir up the emotion in the people, then, you know, it's your fault. It's like no one said to uh, be emotional, you know. You know, yesterday I mentioned there are a group of people who call themselves third-eye people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Low I don't think they call themselves third-eye people. <laughs> what they call themselves? They talk about having, using third a third eye, eye or something uh, like that. They right. talk about the third eye. But that, wouldn't that make them third-eye people? <laughs> you call them third-eye people. <laughs> I've heard that most <laughs> from people who smoke, because that's a lot right. of hip-hop, like rap music. Third eye smoking. They talk about third eye. Oh, yeah. And they smoke. And lo and behold, see, I've been doing this. Pot. I'm so <laughs> blessed that I've been doing counseling and dealing with people 30 years. I've learned so much. I learned what happens in suffering and, and non-suffering, and it's mind-blowing. But anyway, yeah. lo and behold, after the meeting, a guy came over and told me he was a third eye. He used to be a third eye person, and he he was in this organization that was about being third eye people, <laughs> and he used to follow that. And he showed me on his arm he had a tattoo of a third eye, and the name of the group that he belonged to. I think, isn't that amazing? Yeah. And Jay about like he doesn't know about the third eye people. No, I know about the third eye people, but they don't <laughs> call themselves third eye people. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they people accuse that. you of being a third eye person. Yeah, Me of being a yeah. third eye person? Yeah. How come? Because when you do the silent prayer, you tell people to look at the middle of their forehead. But don't focus on anything. They're not looking at no eye. I know, they're but they're looking. That's, that's, but that's the same, because that's the same place that the third eye people say to, that you're supposed to look, because oh. that's where the third eye supposedly oh. is. They say, oh, you're a, you're just a new agey Buddhist. <laughs> well, a lot of people who have a deeper understanding of things, or they think they do, or who has wisdom or whatever, they, they call that, people who can't see call that a third eye. Instead of just wisdom, they say, oh, well, he can, he, he's deep, so he, he, he's in his third eye. So they just they just have a misconception of what Do it is. Do the third out people believe you must be born again? I don't think so. Oh. Most of them probably don't. I don't hear them saying that. I don't listen to them a lot, but I've never heard about them talking about being born again. Oh. Who's fault in it? Is it the, the third out person that showed me the tattoo? Whose fault is it that as an adult he was following that? His fault. And who do you say? His. <laughs> I, I I wonder about people following other people, get into yeah. the people. Like, I've never been raised that way, so yeah. I've always admired people with amazing talent, but not enough where I would just blindly, blindly just get into yeah. them to a point they take control of my life. Yeah. But didn't you kind of follow, like, Farrakhan and Jackson and Sharpton? I, 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 I believe what... When I used to go to that meeting, I just believe what they said, but I ain't go out to burn no building. <laughs> I ain't go out to do all that. I, you know, I, I just heard them. Mm -hmm. And I, as a young person, I believed that white people were racist when they were saying that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But I didn't go out killing white people. Right. I, they, if they had wanted to go out to kill the whites, I wasn't going. <laughs> I ain't that crazy. <laughs> I just, I don't even know people when I was growing up that was into following someone to do stuff like you know they can you get hypnotized that you just don't know what you're doing so that's like the poor raising that i was talking about right because people it is are poor off raising. the deep end poor raised it definitely starts yeah. and then kid. as adults they never they know some don't listen. overcome it yeah no i 100 percent agree it definitely starts mm -hmm. when you're a kid yeah in the home because you don't have that good example and then society all around us is more insane than ever too very much so because the mainstream media is more blatantly lying and everything. That's why. I I, that's why I bring back, point the people back to God, so we can have love. If you had love, you can't be deceived. Mm. You cannot be deceived. You won't get into anyone. You can't be deceived. Do you? You can't be deceived if you had love. Mm -hmm. I mean, thank you, God. That was a nice conversation yeah. with Jason, huh? No, that was good. Because <laughs> that was the point that it was missing. It's like, well, why are you believing this person? Right. And just like taking the word and going for it anyway, if Trump did say that. So that was definitely revealed to everybody in that call. This is why I, when President Trump first ran, not the only reason, but one reason, I said, hey, this man is amazing, but have a space there mm -hmm. so you can see the man. And mm -hmm. that way when people say negative things about him or or accuse them like they're doing now or anything, mm -hmm. you won't hate the man. You won't fall away yeah. because you see the action. You will see the man for yourself. But if you are yeah. into him and people say things about him, you, you'll turn on him too. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah. I've seen young white men turn on him because he didn't, 
he didn't build the wall or he didn't do something, right? And they'll just turn him and not realize that he did his best with the wall. Yeah, there's he, a lot of people yeah. who say uh, because he's, he tweeted that he's monitoring the situation regarding right. the, the social media shutdowns, I mean, bannings. He said that a couple of years ago, and people say, oh, he could have done something. And now they're just kind of gloating that he's lost his own uh, social media too now. Yeah, and these are people who would be, who are kind. They're on the same side as him, or they would be. <laughs> <laughs> and they always say what somebody else should have done or didn't do, and then they judge him like yeah. they're better. They they're not in that situation. They don't know what they would have done, and they don't know right. why he didn't do it completely. Ever ask him? Right. And he made it clear the whole time that it was difficult to get anything done. Because he had traitors in his own administration that were against him. <laughs> yeah. And everybody, not everybody, but, the, you know, the Democrats, the media, everything, just fought against everything he tried to do. Yep. And in spite, he did some amazing things. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, man, so what is it like to be sitting over there, Joe? It, it's different. Uh, I don't board. even know what to do with myself. I'm like, do I do this? Do I do this? <laughs> <laughs> I feel stiff. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of your comfort zone. I know. But this feels like you're you're in like you're on the show. Over there you're kinda in the dark a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It feels like you're part of the show sitting there. Yeah. But not over there. <laughs> I'm part of the show. <laughs> Watch this. Look, I'm part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man, the white people somehow. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Thank you. And yeah, were you talking about the hate today? Yeah, my experts, folks. <laughs> were you talking about today? Well, I'm going to be talking about various things. Trump was banned, and the la- and since he's been banned, this will be my first show since he was banned from Twitter and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Interesting, huh? Yeah. And also, um, I gather, and I haven't heard for sure. But I gather that it's MLK Day today. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's Martin Luther King Day. Your producer didn't tell you, huh? Yeah, he told me oh, okay. and put it in my packet. <laughs> but I totally forgot. Yeah, it's kind of forgettable, I think, maybe. This is birthday or something? I don't know. What kind of day is it's it? It's some. It's a you know federally recognized no. holiday, I, I think. No. Wasn't it signed into law by Ronald Reagan? I think it might have been. And I think that he was... Not that excited about signing it into law. It was probably pushed by one of those black congressmen or senators. Anyway. They said banks and post office are closed today. It's a federal holiday. Lucky them. But so we don't know if it's the day he died or the day he was born. Usually it falls on a Monday, so it's it's probably neither, usually. Oh, it's not birthday or... It may have to do with his birthday loosely, but who knows. Oh, Isn't tomorrow like Confederates Day or something like that? Nice. It's, it's his birth. It's his birthday. Oh, Nick uh, said uh, MLK birthday was January fifteenth, but MLK day is observed the third Monday of every January. Why do they observe it on the third Monday? And, so that way you can have the day off. Uh, Correct. Was the he like feds. the federal holiday? Was he like the president or something one time? <laughs> no. Did he not be, of was America? He, was he like a congressman? No. How about a senator? No. How about, well, why is it we celebrate his birthday? That doesn't make sense. Because of the blacks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, oh, it makes sense. 
Uh, Affirmative action. Oh, God. Chris had a guilt trip. What kind of guilt trip? You know, making you feel making you feel bad that you know he, you know he did so much for people, and then he, and then he, died. And then he died. <laughs> you know. Maybe it's to make me feel good, like oh. you support what's right or something like yeah, that. Yeah, let blacks. me bring, huh? Maybe it's to make the whites feel good that they support, or America feel good that they support what's right for the blacks. <laughs> But that's where the the guilt comes in. It's right, like, you better celebrate this guy. That's true. Or the blacks. <laughs> I want to bring a guy on for you, James. He's gonna make you smile. Okay, Curtis, all the way from Virginia. Hey, Curtis. Uh, Happy New Year to all you, to you and all your buddies there. Thank How you, you man. Happy New Year to you. Long time notes here. It's hard to get in now. I mean, no, since you came on Max TV, yeah. your popularity has went through the roof, and it's hard to get in. You got to get queued up and all that kind of stuff, you know. Amazing. But that's okay. I made, I made, it, I made it through. Right and on. The reason, I call, the reason I called is that, you know, I don't believe those guys who stormed the Capitol were, were Trump supporters. I, I would not believe that because at the time that that thing happened, Trump was still doing his speech. And they were they were there. It was a planned thing by his enemies. There, there may have been some Trump supporters there that not hardcore, the you know, law and order type guys, but I believe it was Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all those guys involved in uh, making the president look bad in, in this situation. They they did not want him to run again. They did not want the the fraudulent election that was stolen from him to be taken care of in the Senate. And I believe I believe Pence did not do the president a, a service, a good service, by not supporting the president in this situation. Yeah, That's what I, I really too. believe. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes, James. I think and, that and, and, I. You mentioned that there may have been Trump supporters who are not hardcore pro law enforcement, and that is true. There was a guy named Baked Alaska who was on the Fallen State with Jesse Lee Peterson a couple of years ago, and he is like into getting attention. And getting views, and he was streaming on D Live while inside the Capitol. I heard, and he was he getting was. super chats. He got like two thousand dollars reportedly, according to some liberal woman who stalks us all online. And that's partly why D Live demonetized all of us. Really? Because of Baked Alaska, I think, because oh, wow. he was a prominent guy, and there were other D Live viewers. I mean, streamers, but D. Baked Alaska is not exactly a pro-police type of a guy. He's used to be yeah. pro-Black Lives Matter, then he went pro-Trump, then he went alt-right, and then he went anti-alt-right. So he's kind of like an, a rudderless guy who's just into getting into the excitement of the moment. And some guy in the Capitol said, Trump would be not happy about this. I'm paraphrasing. Not happy about us doing this. But he's all, what are you talking about? Trump would love it. We're supporting him. And they're talking about calling the president using one of the Capitol phones. So oh, I think there are yeah. some clueless guys who just get caught up in the moment. And nowadays well, people are poorly raised and they fall for it. But there definitely was a Black Lives Matter guy who was stirring yeah. up trouble alongside them, pretending to be, oh, I want to know what these Trump supporters are really about. But he was a Black Lives Matter well, agitator. Well, was it on top of that they're using this thing to uh you know they're calling every white guy a uh, white supremacist yeah. they're trying to they're trying to destroy the trump's uh base you know maybe a lot of 
white people. I mean, the black folks, too, and minorities and things like that. A lot of people still support Trump. Yeah. And they're trying to, trying to make it so they, they try to distance themselves from that. But that's not going to happen with people who, who know what's going on. And the deep state is really deep. Anytime you have all this information about the, the, uh, the shenanigans going in the voting, voting situation and the judges won't take it, you, you, that tells you that the deep state got their foot in their hands and everything. It's and, amazing. And, and these judges, these judges that did not do it, they did not defend the Constitution from the enemies in foreign and domestic. They did not do it. And, and I hope they get that, in, that just, just deserves in the end. I really do. Yeah, it's amazing to see what's happening and how open they are about doing wrong. They, they, they are not afraid of losing their voters, the Democrats are, and they are not afraid of anything. They're just outright destroying the country with no fear of not being, you know, put out of there or voted against or anything. It's mind-blowing to see it. You know, I learned the other, other day that one of the reasons that these these sanctuary cities doing the way they're doing because when you count the illegals here, they count as people, and that the more people you have, the more representatives you have. Yeah, and yeah. and so it then the wall will not be built now because you got who you got in the office now. Yeah, things that Trump was trying to do and he did do, despite all this persecution he was doing. I mean, that is amazing to me that he was he got as much as done that he did get done. That's mind blowing. But and here he is. just but, imagine what he could have done had he had more yes. support. If you imagine if he had he had the Republicans on his side. If yeah. he had all the Republicans on his side, he could have got more done. One hundred percent. Because a lot of lot, lot of those people were against him all the time. These these, these bureaucrats in the, in the executive offices who do not like him. They didn't do anything to help him, so it, it is sad. It's and that Liz Cheney is a mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. What I mean, a she, mess! She, she even the state, even the state she supposed to represent, Arizona. They were surprised at what she did. Yeah, but you know, who knows? Who knows what all that stuff is all about? And but it, the deep state is really deep. The swamp is really deep. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you, but. It's, but God is with us, man. We'll get through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you, you don't believe that Biden's going to serve his four terms. Kamala Harris will be there by next year, I'm telling you, because he's not able to serve as president. Well, they were, that's who they were running anyway. They were running Kamala Harris. They were not <laughs> yeah. running Joe Biden. It's funny because she was such yeah. a bad candidate. Nobody liked her. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised. And that's why, that's why, that's why they, they kept pushing Biden kept pushing yeah. Biden. The, the media was all behind it. Yep. The uh, in the social media, or they're all behind Biden because they know that once he got in, Camilla was be the one that we running things. Yeah. Or, or people be running her. I think people be running her. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. You're absolutely right, man. Yeah. Amazing times. Yeah. Curtis, it's good to hear from you, man. And thank you. And you and tell your everybody I say hey. All right. All right. And I will, man. God bless you. And thanks for calling, Curtis. Good to hear from you. Okay. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Amazing. The Hake Report is coming up at 9 a.m., folks. Check it out. TheHakeReport.com right after my show today and every day, Monday through Friday. And Joel, check out the GiftedOfDance.com. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Go to TheGiftedOfDance.com. Oh, and, and join the email list on TheGiftedOfDance.com right now. Right on. 
Nice. All right. Smart. Thank you, guys. We got to open a treasure chest on D-Live. Not on D-Live, huh? Nope. No treasure. No chest. Move along. <laughs> we opened oh, it somewhere. Trovo. Trovo.live slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Trovo. Yeah. T-R-O-V-O dot live slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Amazing. I got to take a break. When I come back, more of your phone calls. Back in a moment. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it. 